0: This is The Wrap, episode 15. The Wrap is a weekly show recapping the highlights in the film and TV world. Today is Friday, February 1st, 2013, and I'm your host, TJ Draper. Monday brought us a trailer for an upcoming film called Upside Down. The film looks very interesting and stars Kirsten Dunst and Jim Sturgis. I'm impressed by the concept, even if it would never work in real life. The idea is that there are two adjacent planets with opposite gravitational pulls so close together you can see and talk to the people on the other planet. But apparently the gravitational pull of the planets affects only those indigenous to the planet. It's sort of weird, but interesting. Of course, it appears to be a forbidden love story as the laws forbid interaction with people of the other planet. I'll be keeping my eye out for trailers and the like for this one. And then over at Film.com, we got a review of Movie 43, and as the article says, it's a debacle of the highest order, featuring four total laughs and two decent sketches amongst its entire 85-minute runtime. Looking at the fractions of four out of 85, and then factoring in the two decent bits sprinkled in during 15 total shorts, one could come to the conclusion that this was a tax write-off scheme. There's simply no way they should have spent more than 30 bucks making this. It didn't have any writing, or jokes, or acting. Watching it, you can't help but channel Colonel Jessup from A Few Good Men. A la, please tell me there's more. Please tell me you haven't pinned your entire film on sight gags and poop humor. And that's pretty much what I was expecting from the trailers. What kills me, though, is the cast. The likes of Elizabeth Banks, Kate Bosworth, Hugh Jackman, Johnny Knoxville, Justin Long, Seth MacFarlane, okay, maybe that one I can understand, Dennis Quaid, Emma Stone, Kate Winslet. The list goes on. Lots of known and talented actors. How on earth did they sign all these guys on? I don't get it. John McClane is bringing the trouble to Russia in the upcoming installment of Die Hard, and we've got a clip featuring John running over cars and stuff, you know, generally causing chaos. This is one of those films I look forward to for the sheer fun of it. This clip is just an appetite wetter. Tuesday brought us a report that Hansel and Gretel is in the lead for the box office competition. Given that there wasn't anything else new at the box office last weekend that was any good, it's not surprising. Still, I sort of liked Hansel and Gretel for what it was. Kobe Smolder's character in The Avengers, Maria Hill, is a definite possibility for appearing in some capacity in Joss Whedon's upcoming show, S.H.I.E.L.D., set in the Avengers universe. Kobe confirmed that they were in talks in an interview, saying, The commitments to How I Met Your Mother don't affect it. And I can't really say, but there are definite talks about it. I'm very excited. I will do Maria Hill until they fire me and hire someone else to do it. I'm looking forward to the show, for sure. In a really fun YouTube video, someone has taken several Star Wars scenes and applied the J.J. Abrams-style lens flares. And they've done a really good job of it. Though even more over-the-top than J.J.'s flares, they look good in a sick sort of way. I sure hope we don't actually have this to look forward to, but if you want to laugh yourself silly, check out the video. Much to the delight of nerds everywhere, including myself, Joss Whedon says he still dreams of a Firefly return. Firefly is now a nerd cult classic, and many of us dream of seeing that show come back. It might be a bit hard after what happened in Serenity, unless he does a complete reboot. Which would be weird, right, since we only got 14 episodes. But I'm game for whatever. Certainly, pulling the original cast back together would be difficult, and it's all probably just a dream anyway, of both us and Joss. But dream we shall. On Wednesday, I posted a fan-made remake of the Star Trek Into Darkness trailer. Man, is this fun. The video was shot on an iPhone, and the sets involved the filmmaker's apartment, a hair salon, cardboard models, and more. Seriously, watch this if you do nothing else today. And we now have an official image of Amy Adams as Lois Lane in the upcoming Superman reboot, Man of Steel. What's interesting about this image is that it's in black and white, and yet Lois is holding an iPad. Joe speculated in the comments that perhaps it's her bio picture in a newspaper or some such thing. Who knows, but it's fun, and I'm looking forward to this film a lot. Wednesday also brought two reviews. I posted my review of Hansel and Gretel, and Joe posted his review of Parker. I pretty much agree with him on Parker, and only wished he would have talked even more about the mixed-up morality of the film. As it is, he did talk about it, and what he had to say is good. He says, A criminal that does what's right in his own eyes for selfish gain is not a hero. He might be the protagonist of this movie, but Parker is as villainous as the rest of them. This is detractable to me. Why root for a guy that's not conflicted with his unethical lifestyle that is in the end no different from the rest of the bad guys? What appears to give Parker a moral code is nothing other than a corrupt interpretation of character values like trust and loyalty. I could wax nauseatingly now about culture depredation, but I won't. Parker doesn't deserve further time and attention. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Parker is an anti-hero, not a hero. This is, to me, far more dangerous than blood and guts or sexual innuendo. Joe gave the film just one and a half stars, and I am right there on the same page at two stars. As for Hansel and Gretel, I liked it well enough for what it was. It was not overly heavy on plot and script, but it was a fun fantasy flick with lots of action. And as an R-rated film, lots of violence and blood. But I very much enjoyed all three lead roles in the film, played by Jeremy Renner, Gemma Arterton, and Famke Jansen. They were great. I gave the film three stars. Of course, Wednesday night we talked about both films live on the podcast. You won't want to miss it. Joe disagreed with me a little bit on Hansel and Gretel. He didn't like the film very much at all. We also discussed J.J. taking over the upcoming Star Wars film. We had lots of fun. Be sure to check it out. Thursday brought us a trailer for the upcoming film titled Olympus Has Fallen. It actually looks pretty good to me. The synopsis is... When the White House, Secret Service Code Olympus, is captured by a terrorist mastermind and the president is kidnapped, disgraced former presidential guard Mike Banning finds himself trapped within the building... As our national security team scrambles to respond, they are forced to rely on Banning's inside knowledge to help retake the White House, save the president, and avert an even bigger disaster. The trailer looks like tons of fun, and I'm looking forward to seeing this one. The Netflix original drama House of Cards is now available. And they didn't just go with one episode at a time. There are 13 episodes available to watch on Netflix right now. The first episode is available to all, but you must be a paying subscriber to watch the other 12. This actually seems like a good move on Netflix's part. And now let me tell you about what you might like to see in theaters this weekend. New to theaters, we have Bullet to the Head starring Sylvester Stallone, Warm Bodies, the zombie meets girl thing, The Gatekeepers, a documentary, Girls Against Boys, I don't even know how to classify this one, and Stand Up Guys featuring Al Pacino, Christopher Walken, and Alan Arkin. Bullet to the Head looks like typical Sylvester Stallone fare, meaning in so many words, ugh. Warm Bodies is not one I expect to be any good. The Gatekeepers is a limited release and may not be available in your area. It's not available in my area. Plus, it's a documentary and it does not look like that interesting of one to me. Girls Against Boys. Please, whatever you do, do not see this. It looks crazy bad. It's a revenge tale of a girl who's had a run of bad luck with loser guys. And her friend helps her get revenge or something, and it looks bloody, disgusting, and gross. Stand Up Guys, though, actually looks like it's sort of fun. I might check that one out. Other films playing in theaters this weekend are Mama, Silver Linings Playbook, Zero Dark 30, Parker, Movie 43, Hansel and Gretel, Django Unchained, Broken City, Gangster Squad, and The Last Stand. For the full details and my opinion on whether you should or should not see these films, Catch the What to See feature on MovieByte.com. And that pretty much wraps up the week. You can find all the links in the show notes at MovieByte.com slash wrap slash 15. To keep up with the news from MovieByte, be sure to follow us on Twitter at MovieByte. Or find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MovieByte. Plus, be sure to visit the website. We post links and news and reviews all throughout the week. MovieBite.com I'm TJ. Thanks for joining me. I'm looking forward to bringing you more cool stuff next week.